I'm in Max, Max, Max. You are listening to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello, and welcome to Season 28, Episode 8. 29, Episode 8 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. Hi, we're, we're all right here. Hi. My, and my name is Stu. <laughs> my name is Adam. My name is Allie. And don't eat when on the mic, please. <laughs> that, that drives people crazy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and always unmute your mic before you talk. Unless you're chewing. Thank you. <laughs> all right. In this episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast, James writes in about his cyberpunk game. Steffi chimes in on timekeeping, and Jim Toe sends us a GameCon report. But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. And if you would like to watch the show live, you can go to happyjacks.org slash live at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on every Friday until we skip a Friday. And then you won't. As many Fridays as we want. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not sure what... <clears throat> I'm not sure what our holiday schedule is going to be like. It's vis-a-vis December. I think the holidays are on Saturdays. On Saturdays. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's like New Year's Eve on a right. Friday and Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve on, on a Friday. Friday. Yeah. So those might... Yeah. We'll see. Um, anyway, I'll get, to, I'll get on to the first email. Oh, and Allie is joining us here uh, as the sort of new beginner player... And she is going to chime in if we start talking about something that she doesn't, if she doesn't understand it or doesn't know what it is, so we can kind of make the show a little more beginner friendly. Yes. That is our, that is our plan. And it will probably be everything because Stu and I are nerds. <laughs> yeah. Nerds from way back. From way back. Classic nerds. Yeah. All right. Cyberpunk game from James. And some of the emails are a little bit longish, so we can switch yeah. back and forth. And, you know, One involves accents and a dice <clears throat> roll. It does. And, and we need yeah, D6s, and I have D6s here Excellent. because I'm running GURPS. Yeah! Uh, GURPS. Gr- greetings to glor- you glorious bastards. Uh, with the recent call to action, I decided to submit something that that is worked in my Arcano steampunk setting, which is steampunk with magic. So, I'm like assuming. Shadowrun, I guess. Yeah. Uh, setting that I'm running in Pathfinder 1st Edition. Wherever on Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, The party is headquartered in a huge city with access to transport to most places on the planet. As I've run it with a a sandbox... Is someone texting me saying that there's something wrong? Adam's audio is really low. I'm just going to turn it up. Okay. Talk again. Uh, I am talking. This is me talking. It's very nasally and obnoxious, as I've been told my entire life. This is what I sound like when I talk. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I am so self-conscious. This is the first time like I can see myself on the monitor, and I hate it. <laughs> I keep looking down, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's worse, actually, than if I'm looking at the actual camera. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um this is transport in most places on the planet. As I've run it in a, in a sandbox campaign, 
with a sandbox campaign nature in mind, there are bounty boards that are updated across the city. In that idea, I use Google Drive to create short blurb documents, then give them all access to the folder. I also have a folder that, that allows me to share any pertinent pictures or maps that I want to sprinkle in for Spice. Uh, they tend to let me know ahead of ahead of our roughly weekly sessions what lead they're looking at, uh, so it allows me to have some uh, pre-prompt ahead of time. Uh, this also, th- th- but also a loose framework if they go off their off off on their own to make their own adventures. Thanks for your time. May your rolls be good. Also, drink no PS. I don't even have a drink. James from PA. We'll drink for everyone. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and Allie's not allowed no. to drink. That's right. Yeah, at least. It- yeah. <laughs> you cannot drink the hand sanitizer. Some of it does smell like vodka. Yes. But that is not the alcohol that goes in your body. No, usually not. Yeah. Mm. Although during the shortage, yeah. they were using... They were, yeah. They were using oh, yeah. the fun stuff. Yeah. I, I have a, a saying that alcohol belongs in the body, not on the body. Like, I hate having anything alcohol-based on my skin. Oh, really? Like, it yeah, dries it you out. It dries yeah. me out so fast. And almost all lotion moisturizer has alcohol in it, and it's awful. <coughs> yeah. It does. All right. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> if all you say is really, then it's okay. You don't have to un me up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I I think this is a really good idea, actually. And I, like I've even when I've been doing like non um, non virtual games, like I've just found it like a, a lot of DMs, including me, have been using Google Drive and excuse me, and like just sharing that kind of information. And it's always uh, like. It's just so helpful to just have this one place where everybody can go to find whatever they need to about the campaign. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I think the, the other thing, and this is something that I, I've always been kind of reluctant to do, and that is to um, uh, ask the players what they have in mind. Mm-hmm. I have this weird thing about that. Yeah. It, I, it seems to me like it's cheating. Oh, It's uh-huh. almost like spoilers. Yeah. Even though yeah. I'm the GM, because I... Yeah. expect to be surprised and it's almost like I almost kind of consider it part of the game is the players like the win condition for the players <laughs> is to outsmart or like totally yeah. leave the GM flat footed yes uh-huh. yeah. yeah so I, sometimes I feel like it's almost cheating to ask yeah but I have in, in desperation yeah. I have asked at times because it's like <laughs> I, in the the last what was the vampire game? I, I can't remember if it was the vampire game or the Call of Cthulhu game, but in the last two campaigns I ran, at one point it was like they 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 had just finished like this sort of mini arc, and then they they still had this sort of big story going, but there were so many different directions they go. I had no idea what they were going to do, <laughs> yeah, and they weren't giving me any clue. And it's like, oh my god, that's so much prep because I literally don't know what <laughs> yeah. what they're going to do. Can you guys give me an indication? And they were happy to do it. They're right. like, well, or, or in, in some cases, they'd be like, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, when uh-huh. you guys figure that out, I'd appreciate it if you'd let me know. <laughs> yeah. Because. <laughs> what is that saying? The, the leader walks, watches the crowd run by and says, ah, I should find out where they're going so I can lead them. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, you're the GM, and you're like, oh, I should find out what my players want so I can, like, make a game for them. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is kind of like cheating. It's called PBTA, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that is Powered by the Apocalypse. Okay, so this is the this is the debate of the generation, is, uh, is people like your dad who love games with lots of rules in them, and there's a rule for everything. And now there's this new brand of games, often called story games, and this one kind of game called PBTA, or Powered by the Apocalypse. Which is based on Apocalypse World, which was the first game yeah. that used this very rules-light system. It's all about, like, no, you just roll, like, 2d6, and that's going to tell you if you get a great outcome, a bad outcome, or something in between. And that's pretty much the whole rule. <laughs> if it, everything else is just, like, okay, roll d6, 2d6, and, like, add, add a number or subtract a number for it. And everything is, like, that exact same thing. So, so basically, and the way it's set up is that the dungeon master or the GM doesn't have to plan anything ahead. They're not supposed to. Okay. They're supposed to react to what the players do, and uh, which is like totally different from yeah. like du- Dungeons and Dragons and other like more the yeah. Those are top yeah top games where you, yeah. you like the GM comes up with what's going to happen and presents it to the players. Yeah, and yeah. the players interact with the setting that the GM has created. Yeah. And what you're talking about is way more collaborative. Right. I- exactly. Although, yeah. uh, although trad games can be very collaborative. Oh, yeah. 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 Trad is the opposite of PBTA or story games. Yeah, traditional games. Traditional. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's, you know, when you're, when you're somebody running the game, uh, you know, having one that where you just react instead of you have to have something planned out or you have to have 20 different things planned out to cover whatever they're going to do. Um, it, you know, being able to just react is a lot easier to run. Yeah. Um, so, cause I, and that's, that's how I, well, it, yeah, it depends I think on it your, depends on your jamming yeah. style. Yeah. Cause for me, they're a lot easier to run because I like to just sort of make it up as I go. And, uh, but, but if, um, but if you're somebody who doesn't like to do that, you want to know all the different paths that are going to happen, then it's, uh, those traditional game styles are a lot better for you yeah. because you have structure to everything. <clears throat> So, yeah, it's kind of like um, it's the difference between like playing sports and uh, and playing a sport at recess, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so, yeah. Um, see, I unmuted you. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if you, you know, don't like, do that, please. <laughs> But like you know, playing a traditional game like Dungeons and Dragons or GURPS uh, are those are games where it's more like a sport. So you have like specific roles. You have a coach, and you have a, a center forward, and you have a tight end. And I'm mixing the sports because I don't care, right? Um, but <laughs> but, but everyone has a position that they play, yeah. or And there's a very very specific rules about yeah. it. And PBD, PBTA, it is. It, that's yeah, a very yeah. that's a very good example. It's yeah. more like. Having a pickup baseball game in the playground, at right? Exactly, yeah. And you like maybe play the rules or maybe don't, right? Or, yeah, or maybe your brother and your cousins make uh, you like have a pinch kicker because you're terrible at kicking, right? So yeah, I do like the, the like he, like like using a Google Doc or anything as like a almost like a bulletin board for jobs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's a really that's a that's a nice idea, yeah. To like throw just throw out interesting concepts mm-hmm. and it's yeah. I mean that's. That's what what my 
like my initial game when I make the newspaper. Yeah. It's like <laughs> right, yeah. Plot hook you can take. Ooh, yeah. Or, oh, you're going to take one of the things that isn't a plot hook. <laughs> right. right. Oh, awesome. you're going to go run the bar. Okay. Right. <laughs> I swear, why is it like when like people when players are playing a fantasy setting and as soon as they get a chance to like run a bar or a tavern or a restaurant they're like oh we're gonna do that right let's, let's yeah we got to clean up the town so we can run the inn yeah. <laughs> like don't you want to go like you know fight dragons and like buy find a bunch of gold no no we want to like we need to go like talk to the winery down the road <laughs> No, we don't like the price we're getting on the wine. Thing. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go kind of see if I can beat the guy up a little bit on those prices. Uh, yeah, you gonna yeah. beat him up? No, no. And I'm just gonna just see if I can talk him down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <clears throat> don't don't ever put it. If you ever run a game, don't ever put like a hotel or a, a restaurant or a bar in the game. Because the players will just want to like take it over and run it. <laughs> it's weird. It That's is a good idea. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> you, you should. You should do it and then like make it really exciting and make them have to like uh, battle to the death for their like shipment no, of bread. No, I'm gonna do that in the game I'm participating in right now. Okay, you're just... we just got to a, a new town and I was thinking about what to oh, no. do. And I think instead of joining the Cannibal Guild, I'll do that. <laughs> the Cannibal Guild? There's yeah, cannibal I joined guild. the Cannibal Guild. What? They were talking about man bacon. <laughs> I, I, I really think somebody should talk to your, uh, your faculty advisor <laughs> at this point. There were bleeding trees. Bleeding trees? No. Yeah. The trees were bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, they like like spurted okay. blood. <clears throat> it wasn't like someone was bleeding the trees because their humors were off. No, they were okay. bleeding like, human blood on us. Okay. <laughs> Are the trees made of meat? I don't know. They were just bleeding. Interesting. Okay. We didn't see really this look is into a story it. hook because now we're. It is. How did you not go look into it? That's we wanted to get to the town because I wanted to go on adventures. I can almost guarantee you the GM is 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 at least disappointed that you guys didn't want to look into the trees. I don't know. And so I, it, my I think he likes doing the man bacon bit. <laughs> Maybe, but he did put bleeding trees in the game. He right? did. So I, I have. He did get covered yeah. in tree blood and then walk away. See, if there's bleeding trees. As the adventurers, you're supposed to go investigate the bleeding trees and find out why. I didn't think about that at the time. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of accepted it because he's weird. Because you're now yeah. in a town now, right? Yeah. So you can ask. Maybe you can go and like find the town elder and say, "Hey, what do you know? What's going on with these bleeding trees?" This- That's what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. I wanted to join a, a guild and go on adventures for money, and look into the forest at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe figure out why the trees are bleeding. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I think next. All right. Next. <laughs> All right. Thank you, James from Paw, for the. You're welcome. <laughs> do you do this one? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> it is I, Steffi, from a location disclosure because many of you attempt accents. Feel free to roll a d6 to pick an accent. All right. Challenge me. Go ahead, Ali. Roll a d6. Two. Two. So. So that would be an Irish accent. Okay, here we go, Lassie. I heard you need emails. This sounds like my time to strike. My weapon of choice, in-world timekeeping. I've been running a one-on-one game of Dungeons & Dragons for for a few months. 
one of the premises we had agreed on going in was that adventuring was not his day job and that there will be a lot of focus on slice of life stuff. I created a calendar. It was a fun world building element of eight months, each named after a school of magic. This shows that the nation holds magic in higher regard than the gods. This nation was built on slaves escaping and killing the monsters that killed them with magic they stole from the masters. They had a wee answer. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, I went too Irish. They had a wee <laughs> answer. <laughs> they had a quote unquote, we answer to no one but us, quotes ended, nation pride. <laughs> They had a wee answer to no one but us. A wee drop of the creator. <laughs> and I saw magic as the tool of their continued freedom. Then I had to order the months. What school would represent which season? Why and when could they ever consider the beginning of the year? Then at least eight holidays celebrate in the eight schools. This gave me a bunch of little details about their culture, environment, and even a biological solution. Biological evolution. Now I hit a basis. Accent change. One. 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 Okay. Robot. Robot. (laughs) First up, the player randomly rolled for his and his family's birthday. We had the drunken uncle's birthday. He got ale that came back to bite the player in the butt during an adventure. Wait, he got ale that came back to bite? Okay. Well, uh, I'm assuming he'll lose yeah, the date. I, I hope so. Because <laughs> even without the robot voice, I have no idea what's going on. Right. The local tavern... <laughs> I can't keep... You can break the... Okay. The local tavern have event nights planned. I made mini games for those. Oh, okay. that's awesome. Yeah. They went well until the PC broke up with the bar owner and has been avoiding the bar. <laughs> As we all do. I had homebrewed the blacksmithing projects too because the DM guide's version was not detailed enough. We have a default number of days depending on the project, which he can increase or decrease with the difficulty changing. Mm-hmm. And then there are future events. The PC sends a letter home. That's three to five days one way, depending on how much he'll pay. Right. I can mark when it arrives and when the reply will arrive. If he caused an event to happen, which he has many times because he is a good player, it gets marked on the calendar. And you can please stop with the accents now. <laughs> oh, we so, are way out of here. Although, uh, one of the accent change options was stork, which... Uh, That'll be tough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I could do that. I, I've um, known him a real yeah. long time, and I don't know if I could do a stork accent. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I could probably do a stork impression. Oh, look, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled, a, I rolled a critical failure again. Sorry. Yeah. What do we do if we roll all ones? <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Uh, I wouldn't run every game like this, but it's really working for the two of us. It makes things feel more real. When he got community service, it mattered because he spent days doing little more than work and sleep. Figured this will give you a few talking points. And I will yeet myself out, hoping you have noticed I haven't asked a question. Steffi. P.S. Sorry about the accents, fellow listeners. P.P.S. This is a mandatory P.P.S. P.P.P.S. The community service was for mouthing off to law enforcement. Okay, now I have a question. Was it the player who got community service, or was it the character? I'm assuming he meant the character. 
Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because his yeah. character has a job, and then he kind of adventures oh, yeah. on the side. Right. Okay. So this is like like he got community service. So suddenly now it's like oh I don't, my my adventuring time is gone. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it interesting that it's a one on one game. Yes. And it's been going on for months. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I had I, I've done one one on one gaming session. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I was unsure if it was supposed to end in sex or not. <laughs> I just, it's just like, the whole time I'm like, are we going to make out when this is over? <laughs> no, we did not. Unfortunately, no, he was super straight. Boo. Boo, straight people. Boo. Allie's with me. Thanks, girl. Don't <laughs> So, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. I found it really awkward. It was like, it was a fun story. It was yeah, a fun I would think it would be a, a, it was weird. a one-on-one RPG yeah. session would be very intimate. Yeah, yeah. It would. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I don't, um, especially like doing this like slice of life stuff, I'm just not sure how that would be. Right. Um, yeah. Now, I am, I, he, he's, he's actually bringing up a point about about time management. Mm-hmm. And, th- and th- this is like, Totally embracing what I say when, about how to fight GM burnout. Uh huh. Yeah. And that is find the part of the game, the, mm-hmm. the the part of the game prep that you enjoy. Yeah. And yeah. just concentrate on that stuff. Like I like making right. NPCs. I like making like organizations. That's one of the things mm-hmm. that been fun. Yeah. I also like coming up with history of things and stuff like that. So I'll like say, oh, you know, I'm gonna come c- c- just out of a whole cloth make up. Some historical yeah. site, and and, and the, all the history behind it. Or mm. I'm going to just make a bunch of NPCs or something. Yeah. And and if and that and this could be he's he's right. I have always made fun of the Gary Gygax comment <laughs> that a meaningful ca- campaign cannot be had unless right. uh, unless accurate time records are kept. Because <laughs> when yeah. speaking in High Gygaxian. Yes, the high guy Gaxi. The yes. the passive voice must be used. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, but God. but I, I'm I'm actually very intrigued by that. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah. that's a very fascinating idea. Yeah, to be able to because it is he's absolutely right. That yeah. is a great part of world building. Yeah, yeah. Because our calendars are based. I mean, our calendars it's aren't a, based on our mythology, but right. they're based on someone's mythology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're based on Greco-Roman mythology in a lot of ways, and then like our days are of the week are named after uh, Norse gods. And, yeah, you know. Um, but but yeah, I, I I love this. I love this idea of like setting up the months. One of the things I really loved about the uh, Forgotten Realms setting is that it has these calendar months, and they have a, a you know a timeline of like here's all the events that have happened in the history of this world mm-hmm. and um, um, when I play uh, like World of Darkness games like Vampire and things like that I really like um, I, I, I like keeping a, a record of like what day are we on like oh, how yeah. many days has it been so, uh, I mean obviously you, you have to do it with Werewolf uh, you know, because you're tracking the moon. Right. Well, Vampire too. But yeah, you have to know yeah. what day it, every day yeah. you, you either become more yeah. hungry or Right, spend yeah. blood to wake up or something. Yeah, absolutely. So, <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so it's you know it's it's one of those things that like um, uh, depending on the game, I can really get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I find that kind of like developing. A, okay, open it. Okay, oh, damn it. Um, I find that um, I like 
I, I like calendars. I like um, thinking about the structure. Thanks. That's skunky. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Pacifico. Um, but yeah, like I like calendars and, and stuff like that. I, I like knowing what what's the history of this world. Um, but I don't, um, you know, I, I I don't generally like plan to keep like okay, well, this took us two hours and that took us four hours and like you know, right. Um, yeah, but someone in the chat is quoting what we do in the shadows. <laughs> the days seem to pass slowly on the Isle of Staten. Oh my god! I was just watching the Atlantic City episode before coming over here. Oh god. Like, Are you in the, season three? Is yeah, it in season? Uh, okay. yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. About halfway through season three. <laughs> Bat! Oh, fucking sparrow! (laughs) Love that show so much. It's so good. uh, Yeah, um, yeah. Are you guys? What is? uh, I'm curious about your game at your D and D club. Are are you guys? Do you have to keep? Does somebody keep record of like how many hours you've been walking, or like how how many days has gone by? No. No. No, because it's really informal. I guess mm-hmm. there's not a lot of keeping track being done. I th- I don't know for sure, but I think mm-hmm. he just like makes it up as he goes and doesn't really like keep track of like past stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard because it's only like well, I don't know if this is normal, but it's only like Fridays after school for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we, you, yeah. you, you guys are usually done by like five thirty or six. Yeah. And you're off to school at three. F- what time does he start? Five. Four. Or four. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, two. Yeah. Max yeah. two hours. Or half two hours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Most yeah. game sessions usually run a little longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I was, you know, when I was a kid starting in D and D, like we would, you know, it was like a, it was like a day thing, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we would go over to my friend's house and uh, and we would. Like, we would stay, like, all day long and just play for, like, eight, nine, ten hours. Um, yeah. When I had my game in college, we had it in one of the common rooms in the dorms. Mm-hmm. I lived off campus because my, my parents only lived two blocks away from the college. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> on Fridays, I'd show up over there at like about 5.30 or 6 o'clock. We might go get dinner or something, and then we'd come mm-hmm. back and we'd start playing. Sometimes we'd play till dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a lot of all night sessions in college too, especially like doing World of Darkness stuff. Like, oh, I bet, yeah. yeah especially yeah. the wee hours <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> like, yeah. If you're playing vampire and you're not like going to bed around sunrise, like, are you doing it right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like no. the fact that he's taking the calendar and using the events on the calendar, like the holidays yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, and I, I think also this, I. I wonder, and, and maybe Steffi wants, uh, will like write in with some more information about the whole experience of uh, of doing a, a one-on-one game. Because I'm, I'm curious, like, it, like all of these additional things gives sort of like the gives that one main character a connection to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, because you don't have those other people to interact with. Right. So, but you have all of this world. That feels more real, and you're like, you know, you're writing letters to people who exist in the world, and then things come back, and you get 
responses to those letters. Right. So, yeah. And, and so it seems like it might be a really interesting uh, evolution of like doing that kind of one-on-one game. Yeah, very fascinating. I, I, I am also curious about because yeah. most most one on one games they they, they kind of die yeah. out usually. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is kind of kind of stands out as a as a uh, an exception to the rule. Yeah, or yeah. at least in my experience. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you, Steffi, for the email. I want to read the next one. You may okay. read the next. It's and, long. You got yeah, it. I know. I saw. It, but okay. I'm going to read until I decide okay. I can't anymore. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <coughs> got it. GameCon report from Jimto. Hey crew, longtime listener, one-time host, and occasional email sender Jimto here. Back with some thoughts you might find interesting. I know I'm curious to hear the thoughts of the hosts. I got home this past Sunday from Gamehole Con in Madison, Wisconsin. I've been to Gamehole once before, and it was and is the best convention I've ever been to, hands down. I hadn't been to a con in 20 months, so I was more than a little excited to be there. I got to the con, got my pre-ordered badge, walked to the dealer hall, stopped at the Chaosium Mm -hmm. booth for about three minutes, dropped $185 on books. (laughs) Of course. And then immediately left the con to go get some lunch and let my overexcited head cool off. Over the course of the two days I was there, I set a new personal record for the, for the amount of cash I've dropped at a con, and I don't regret it one bit. Good for you. On the way home, I despaired not buying that fourth set of dice I wanted and not spending enough time perusing the original art that was there. But hey, next year, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Any of the hosts ever do this? Not necessarily spending more than normal, but buying something you normally wouldn't because you're just excited to be at a con and surrounded by awesome merch. I bought, yes, I, oh, yeah. I bought, I, when I went to, um, we were uh, getting ready, when I went to Gen Con in 2017, uh, we were getting ready to run the Dead Rain uh, Rifts. It's mm-hmm. like, it's based on Rifts. Um, it's the post-apocalyptic yeah. zombie, it's a zombie apocalypse setting. Yeah. And and so I went and um, I can't think of his name, Symbieta, the guy, the, made, the guy that made riffs. He yeah, was I there. I remember his name. Yeah. And I was yeah. t- trying to introduce myself to him because yeah. we were at the at that time we were in talks about them sponsoring the actual play. Mm. And um, but I, c- I couldn't couldn't grab his eye. So I but I ended up buying. Uh, I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of extra supplements on Dead Rain, and I ended up <laughs> buying like. Like six or eight of them, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and pl- plus the dealer room and all of the booths at Gen yeah. Con is insane. Oh, I imagine there's like almost every dice manufacturer has a booth there. Yeah, so you end up just buying. That's where I got those D10s, those goofy like mm-hmm. cylindrical D10s. Or was it? Oh yeah, yeah, those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool, yeah. Um, but I got. I, I bought so many dice there. It's like I, I got thousands of dice at home. Why am I buying more? <laughs> but it's like, and then oh god, I went to the Warhammer section, and oh. then and, and and I saw and then then I saw the prices. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to buy anything else. I I'm, feel like they mark things up for the conventions a little bit. It, it depends yeah. on 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 who it is and what it is they're marking yeah. up. Sure. Yeah, I can yeah. see I can see them especially on certain things. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I only started going to gaming conventions a couple of years ago after I 
fell in with this Motley crew. Right. Um, and uh, so so I haven't been spending as much as though at those. Um, although, like, you know, my first time going with Joey, I bought him a sword because I'm like, oh, well, it's... <laughs> It's got you know it's got green velvet and a you know a, a gold triskelion knot so I'm like well I have to get that for Joey right um, so uh, you know so there's but uh, but mostly I mostly I just buy dice and I'm convinced I buy dice because um, because I don't have space for books and they're a lot more expensive it's, it's so, are dice yeah. spoons. Uh, kind of. Because yeah. my mom used to yeah. collect spoons. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I need dice from this thing, or right. I need dice from that thing. and They'd, yeah. go, they'd go someplace, yeah. my mom would buy a collector's spoon. She had this uh, little yeah. rack, all these little spoons. Right. I have no idea what happened to it. <laughs> no, I think yeah. one of my sisters inherited it, I guess. It's, it's, it's like, I still see them all the time, too. I see it, like, these little commemorative spoons yeah, everywhere. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're about that big. Yeah, I had a teacher in high school that used to collect them, and I, uh, um, but... Uh, hardly ever got to go anywhere, so I only got her like one. Um, but <laughs> I collect chopsticks, chopsticks. Oh, like similarly to oh, spoons, cool. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different ones from like different places you've been, or is it Not just kind of like whenever you see them? My or? mom travels a lot, so okay. she brings them from whenever she goes to like Tokyo or, or Shanghai. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah, I never really got like a con- a collection going for anything. And I always kind of like regretted them. Like, what should I collect? I feel like everybody should collect something. And right. Like, I, don't, I don't know what to collect. So I co- yeah, when I was in Boy Scouts, I collected. Um, you, you have a area council patches. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have, and I would do like trades with people, like by mail. Mm-hmm. And I'd say I can send you, you know, a couple of the, the Long Beach area council patches yeah. if you can send me a couple patches from your area council. Yeah. And I there is my- a system where people <laughs> take things from one place and take it to another place. <laughs> she gets letters. She's she's getting college stuff all the time now. <laughs> was that mansplaining? What was that? What did that <laughs> Oh! <laughs> boom! That was old splaining. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're so young. <laughs> I'm jealous. I write letters girl. to my friends. Or oh, I nice. did. Yeah. She, yeah. That's right. You are, yeah. you are on a kick for a while bought, when you were writing oh, letters. Oh, cool. None of them wrote back, so I stopped. Rude. Because they, they have to buy stamps and everything. They don't have yeah. that. <laughs> right. Well, you know what you could yeah. do is you could... Because there's always... If you go online, there's always people at retirement homes that would love to have pen pals. Oh, yeah. That's wanna, true. And then you could write to someone who will write you back. Right. Yeah. Um, and they might sweet. And they might have amazing stories to tell, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall I? Okay. You may continue. Yes. What? I was at Awesome Merch. Uh, yeah. Yes. And because it's me. <clears throat> and because it's me, I have complaints. But before I start B-wording, I want it to be clear that I had an absolutely amazing time. But two things irk the hell out of me. Number one, gamers. Why? Because they don't tip service, folks. Mm. Between the food trucks outside, the concessions, and full-service coffee and ice cream kiosks inside, I must have stood behind a dozen people who didn't tip. Some people did tip as the jars had some cash in them, but come on, people. These people are providing you a service, and they were busy each day for 12 to 13 hours straight. Tip them, you cheap A-word fools, every time you use their services. Yes, every time. You tip. You, it, it, it's, and, they, and gamers are cheapskates when they are tipping. Yeah. Oh, God. They really yeah. are. Yeah. 
Yeah. I noticed that at, when yeah. it, I noticed that at Gen Con too, because mm-hmm. the because the, the, they had. When you walk out of the convention center, mm-hmm. I don't even know the name, the name of the main street, but there's this main street that runs, and all of the hotels are on one side of the street, oh, the convention uh, center's on the other. It was lined with food trucks. Because mm. every food truck in that state, mm-hmm. and probably several other states, yeah. are like, this is the place to be. Yeah. A bunch of a bunch of hungry gamers. Uh-huh. Yeah. You go outside, and it's like any kind of food you can think of. There's yeah. sushi food trucks. <gasps> what? I yeah, don't know. Okay. I, I didn't go there because. Well, yeah, sushi off a food truck. Uh, if it's not within driving distance of an ocean, yeah. right, right, I'm a little yes. suspicious yeah. of the sushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sushi in Indiana in the first place is a little, little concerning. Right, but yeah, but and, I was, I was, yeah, the, I always tip, yeah, and I always try to give them at least twenty yeah. percent, yeah. yeah, and and when I did, I would get like this. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. Right? And, and yeah. that tells you it's not happening yeah. very often. For me, like, 20% is, like, the base. You know, right. like, uh, like or, or, like, 15% if the service is just kind of, like, really lackluster. If you're bad, I'm going to tip you 10% just so you know how much you pissed me off. Right. You know, like that. Which, but for that person, the, is probably yeah. a good tip. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Which is a shame. But, um, but yeah, and, and this is the thing. Like, I hate tipping. I think it's a really stupid idea uh, because employers should just pay people what they're worth. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but... The problem is, is that in America we have this system where tips are tips are part of the service, yeah. And you and you tip as a part of service, and it's not included. In the the people that are doing the work, their full wages are not included in what the employer is giving them. So you tip them because that's what we do. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it's you're not going to stop the system of tipping and end capitalism because you don't tip. You're just going to make yourself look like an asshole. Yeah. So yeah, and they probably spit in your food when you don't tip them if they know it. If they see you again, right? <clears throat> yeah. Just don't don't go to the same one twice. I guess right? if you're not yeah. a tipper. Yeah. Or do. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Allegra. Oh, she's pretzeling. Oh, she's chewing. And chewing with the mic off. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I am. And our few listeners that have a thing about chewing noises, thank you even more. Mm-hmm. We used to have a thing. Um, uh, I know it's one DM that would call us, uh, call it pretzeling when we uh, when we would take a very simple situation and turn it into an awful. You know, <laughs> they're like, "Okay, you see a door. Oh my god. Okay, what size is the door?" Do, you know what side are the hinges on? I listen at the are the door. hinges welded. Sh- welded <laughs> is the hinge yeah. pin welded in, or can I? <laughs> Wait, is the door not brass or bronze? <laughs> You're pretzeling. You're making it way more complicated right. than it needs to be. Okay. <clears throat> Number two, masks. I won't do another convention with a mask mandate if the convention hasn't taken steps to alleviate sound issues. That's a that, that's mm. my number one concern about doing game conventions with masks because mm-hmm. I have hearing damage in one ear. Oh yeah, and when someone's wearing a mask, it it muffles the same frequency hmm. that I, that I lost in my hearing. Oh, which is wow. all of the syllables. It's all yeah. that all that yeah. high like one thousand or, or like one to three k that range. And it makes it almost impossible to understand what people are saying. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm 100% on board with vaccines and mask mandates. I would not have attended Game Hole without them. But the byproduct of wearing masks is you can't see someone's mouth when they're talking. And when you... 
Tell someone. Tell someone you can't hear them. What do they do? They talk louder. Yep. And you're in a room with 12 six-round tables with four to six players plus a GM. Oh, yeah. It's loud as hell, and you miss a lot of the cool parts of the game because you can't hear. Yep. I heard this same complaint from several people who sat in different rooms. And this place is a convention center in an arena complex. It's built for this purpose. If you asked me a week ago, if you asked me a week ago, if I could lip-read... I would have told you no. But after game hole, I think I, and perhaps all of us, do a little bit, because I was very lost at times, not being able to see people's mouths when talking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's I, what, yeah. Our convention, they were had, they had one game per room. Mm, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. that, that probably, if, that, if, they, if they kept, if they're going to have a mass mandate, and, and, but it's going to be one player per room, I, I, then I would be comfortable yeah. running games there. Yeah, but... but the, my my big concern is not being able to hear the players mm-hmm. and having yeah. to repeat over and over again. And it's like, and plus, some people when they're at, at, a, at a game convention setting, they get a little meek because maybe they're shy, and so they tend to mm-hmm. speak quietly anyway. So yeah. there's always there's always at least a couple of players that you got to really listen in anyway. Yeah, I, I I went down the rabbit hole trying to think of what what I, what I could do to like solve that problem and I was thinking well I could <laughs> put mics in the middle of the table and have a little soundboard over here and wear headphones <laughs> and I can crank it up almost like and then I'm like that's wait a minute pretzeling. yeah <laughs> or I could just get hearing aid for the one right, that's yeah, bad. Or, yeah or yeah right the simple solution <laughs> No, but I, I have also, I've kind of discovered, like, um, I didn't realize how much I relied on watching people's mouths when they talk. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because I have a much harder time understanding people now. Even though, like, I hear them, it's just I can't always make out all the words. And, you know? and a lot of that is because uh, fabric is, mm-hmm. is it doesn't, it, it doesn't stop low frequencies from getting through, but it will fuck up high frequencies. Oh, Sorry. interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I cuss on the show, yeah. um, and, and the high frequencies. Just on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 but it, it, it does filter out high frequencies, yeah. And that's where you get all of the sounds that tell tell you the difference mm-hmm. between a D and a T. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And now for something completely different. Things that made me happy. Number one, gamers. You had to be vaccinated to get in, and masks were required unless you were eating and drinking. There were several. There were several hundred gamers there. Know how many a holes I saw flaunting the mask rules? Zero. Literally, no one. Good for nice. Number two, a dealer hall with more cool shit than you could shake a wand of wonder at. Number three, no gamer funk. That one surprised <laughs> me too. Really? Wow. <clears throat> Because, yeah, ooh. I don't understand why there would be gamer fun. I know, right? <laughs> How would they smell it if there was? Oh, maybe so. Maybe because he oh, was wearing went nose the whole time. He was nose, or he's, oh, mask. Oh, mask. Yeah. I can't yeah. smell anything when I have my mask. Yeah, right. that's yeah true. maybe the gamer funk was maybe there. Maybe there was gamer yeah. funk. That, Sorry. Maybe we do want a mask mandate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's at every at the entrance right. to every hotel uh, you have masks and hearing aids. Right. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. <clears throat> Number four, amazing seminars. Seminars are just an hour or so talk on a TTRPG related topic that I think are criminally underattended at cons. There is so much good information out there, and it's a good way to make contacts that may come in handy mm. later. Excellent. Yeah. 
That's really cool. I it, I love seminars, so I'm a big nerd. Um, big surprise, uh, but like, huh. <laughs> no, um, but like, I go to the Star Trek convention most every year um, in Vegas, and although I haven't been for like four years now, um, but you know, my favorite thing is like they'll have huh. an hour where somebody just talks about like you know, well, like like here's how the engines work, right? <laughs> you know? Or like. Right, and I'm like, this is so cool, and uh, um, and I was really kind of sad when I started going to gaming cons and realized there weren't a lot of those. And um, they had they had a they have a bunch of them at um, at Gen Con. Okay, and there's a t- usually a small handful at our cons. Yeah, but not very many. Okay, not too yeah. many. And and I think one of the reasons it, 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 he's right. It, it, one of the reasons there aren't very many is because people don't attend them. Yeah, yeah, and. Because they're not. That's yeah. not, not why a lot of people are there. They're there to right. game. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. But you can. I mean, I went to. I went to. Um, I went to two or three of them at Gen Con, and I, and they were great. They're cool. great. Denying you the pretzel. <coughs> Ready. No pencil. I attended a seminar on fear in TTRPGs. Is it TTRPGs or TTRPGs? TTR. It's tabletop RPGs. Tabletop okay. role-playing games. Yeah. I attended a seminar on fear in tabletop role-play games led by a clinical psychologist who uses D&D for therapeutic gaming. Cool. She told the story of a patient that will make sure I never roll my eyes if someone brings up what are seemingly benign triggers in games again. I know I don't know what other people have been through, but I admit to getting exasperated at times when they seemed inconsequential to me. Hmm. The next day, I attended a seminar on fear in TTRPGs led by a guy from Chaosium. Chaosium. That's the company that makes Call of Cthulhu. I said it right earlier. Yes, you did. Chaosium. Yeah. They, too, were respectful to triggers and communication. But, man, those two seminars were polar opposites. Incredibly interesting, and each gave me a lot to ponder. One topic, two great angles. I'm guessing one of them is about... How to avoid fear in a role-playing game, and the other one is how to cause it. <laughs> Probably, if, if they're Cthulhu developers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would think. Yes. Yeah. Ready. Uh, oh, you're eating your pretzel. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I I wouldn't like I, I thought for a second as I was sort of skimming ahead. I'm like, oh, this must be a misprint. Two different seminars on fear it wouldn't oh oh okay one by a clinical psychologist one by chaos yeah, yeah, yeah probably very different <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can imagine dolly mm. <coughs> <coughs> doesn't like it when you clear your throat like that she just she just had something to say that's all yes. she did yeah cons in the midwest are blessed that a lot of folks folks how do you pronounce folks? Is it folks? folks. Can I? Okay, because I thought you weren't supposed to pronounce the L, but it sounds wrong without the L. Like folks. You can say folks. folks. Yeah. Yeah. Folks. Yeah. Or folks. Kind of dip- yeah. Kind of depends on where you're folks. from. But. Yeah. Cons in the Midwest are blessed that a lot of folks who worked at TSR. What's TSR? TSR uh, Tactical Simulation Rolls. Is that the original name I d- of it? Uh, I don't remember. That is the original company that made D and D. Yeah. Okay. That a lot of folks who worked at TSR back in the day that are still alive to te- uh, 
that are still <laughs> alive tend to live in the Midwest and love to come to conventions. Mm. John Peterson put out a book a few weeks ago called Game Wizards that has the most balanced view I've ever read on Gary Gygax. Dave Aronson. Arneson. Those are the two inventors of D&D. Arneson <laughs> and countless others. From, from D&D Inception until Gary got booted from TSR. For John's seminar, he brought along Mike Carr, TSR employee number seven, who was in the book a fair amount. Getting old school tales from people that were there never gets old. And this coming from a guy who really doesn't like D&D. Huh? <laughs> he likes other games besides D&D. I'll explain that to you in a second. Because there's a, there's a thing in role-playing games that I will explain in a moment. Well, I would, and, 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 and Adam, I'm sure, will help. <laughs> Go ahead. Also... I would highly recommend Game Wizards to anyone with an interest in the history of TTRPGs. I wonder, because I have Dungeons, Designers and Dungeons, or Designers and Dragons, which is a book uh, kind of about, uh, it's a very complete history of the, the, the RPG uh, yeah. field. Um, yeah. I, I wonder how Game Wizards compares. I may have to go get that book. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> it's okay. In short, make some time for seminars. You'll be happy you did. I should wrap this up, but I have one final question. Stu, where the frick is my Savage Worlds book? Jim Toe. I still have it. I still have it. That's why I, you know... I will remember them. I love one day I'll remember them. I love sharing books, but I never give somebody a book to loan without the assumption that I will never give it back. Well, he it didn't. Back. He didn't. He, he he left the book here when he came in. He came and visited and was on the oh. guest hosted on the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he left a book here for the host to sign and I'm supposed to mail it back to him. Oh. This is perhaps a decade ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it's the original Savage Worlds uh, uh, yeah, the Explorers art. edition. Oh, it's the okay. that's yeah. messed up. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I got it. That's messed up. I got to get that book back. Yeah, yeah, that's messed up. Well, yeah. now you have my daughter who's going to harass me about the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. that's messed up. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I understand because about ten years ago I went to Diana Ross concert at the Hollywood Bowl and uh, and my uh, with some friends and one of my friends was like. Uh, we were leaving, and the uh, you know, and the merchandise left. The T-shirt that he liked, they only had an extra large left, and he was like this tiny person. And so he's he's like, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, if I buy this, um, uh, you know, uh, could you sew it onto another shirt or like a jacket or something? I'm like, oh yeah, I could totally do that. And he gave it to me, and still to this day, <laughs> there is a small black T-shirt. And an extra large Diana Ross T-shirt. That is messed up. Yeah, Never. that's messed up. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in like eight years, probably. <laughs> I wonder why. Probably right. I wonder why. So I'm a terrible friend. That's messed up. Yeah, right. I have. I have my my <laughs> the last fair costume that Heather made for me, mm-hmm. which is seven years old, eight years old. I don't know. It still doesn't have the buttons on the sleeves. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And it never will. <laughs> like, it's so buttons on for you, but it might take me a decade. <laughs> Here, it's back. It shreds because yeah, it, yeah. it's rotted by now. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> God, yeah. But, uh, right. but yeah, I, I mean, it, this is... That's a weird pretzel. 
<laughs> it's floppy. It's a floppy pretzel. It's um, I mean, no, I I think this is uh, like the whole idea of the seminars really makes me happy, and I'm like, I want I want to go to gaming seminars. That sounds really cool. You should. I also I also want to lead gaming seminars. I want to moderate gaming oh, yeah. seminars. That'd be fun. The the um, you should at some point in your life try to get to Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is yeah. an amazing experience because you don't realize how big a game convention can get. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we went. To, we didn't realize it, but it was the 50th anniversary of Gen Con. The uh, year we went, okay, yeah. We get there. We have. We already have our badges and everything, and we go, we go in first day. Go inside. There's signs outside that say, uh, "Game convention sold out." <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so it, it, it in on the first day, which I think strange. was Thursday. I think it's four day <laughs> convention. On Thursday, it was already sold out. Mm. Done. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and this is this is a convention that is an entire convention center, right? Yeah, a football stadium, <laughs> and two or three hotels across the street. Oh my god! It was over fifty thousand people. Wow. Yeah, I mean that that's that's you know, it, like a, a sixth of a comic con at this point or yeah, something right, like that. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's and a, seeing like some of those rooms, like the Pathfinder yeah. room, is like. This massive ballroom. It's like as far as you can see. It's all it is is tables of people playing Pathfinder. That's so weird. Yeah, and I didn't even see the D and D section. Yeah, because sure it's even bigger. all the D and D stuff was at the Petroleum Stadium or whatever their football oh. stadium is called. Because I, I, it must be an enclosed stadium. But we never even got there. Yeah, we missed all of that. They had a D and D museum there. That's where all the TSR stuff was. Or, or not? Or Wizards of the Coast stuff was there, yeah. and then that's—I think—that's where all of the the whatever D and D organized play was going on. Yeah, there. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I've, it's I've, huge. I've heard it's huge. Most of the time, it's at the same time as the Star Trek convention, Uh-oh. or like the week before, or week after. So, so generally, like I've always chosen to go to the Star Trek convention right. instead. Um, but L five R LARP. But, oh wow. With costumes. <laughs> Nice. Gorgeous. Absolutely okay. gorgeous. That would be worth yeah. going just to see. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, it's a personal heart. Yeah. Very nice. So anyway, there are other games, yeah. role-playing games besides D&D. Yes. Uh, D&D is by far the most popular. Probably yeah. 70-80%. It's big. It's I would, huge. I would guess, yeah. And then, like, the... the, the that the rest that thirty percent of the players who are playing something else, there's about a million other games they're playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's yeah. tons. There's so many others. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and um, uh, and you know, and there's this whole like, uh, so like like all most of the other games are some sort of like either they offshoot from D and D or there's because they were created because somebody hated D and D and they wanted to try something completely. Or different. there's at least some aspect of D and D. or some yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, what I found really interesting was when I looked at uh, when I started playing. Um, I think it was Morrowind. It was like one of the. Uh, it was Elder Scrolls Three, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, and you know what else does it is um, uh, the Fallout games, and they're like they still had the same like Constitution, Strength, Dexterity, Intelligence, Wisdom, Charisma, right. like that same six stats. Is right. in almost every system. So, yeah. Oh yeah, so, and and it, it influenced video games so much that like it, like video games use armor class and hit points and you know and those those six stats and saves. Oh yeah, it, it, like the whole like almost all the video game stuff that's happening right now is all a 
developed from concepts that are in original D and D. Kimmy's going to be so irritated that you're touching the background. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. She's not. I'm kidding. Why? All right. Why? Also, Kimmy That's will it. forgive Why? Allie for anything. She will. Why? You it so he can't hear you. What? <laughs> Why? Don't do that. <laughs> I All right. I don't get the joke. <laughs> All right, that's it. I don't get the joke. What joke? Which joke? Which? Which joke don't you get? What? Why would Kimmy be mad about me touching the background? That that one. She watches the show and and she um, sends me, texts me notes occasionally. Yes. Yeah. Like she would have been irritated by the fact that like I didn't put Adam's thing there. It's like a little name tag. Yeah. But I Did didn't. you give me a name tag? I didn't, because no, I didn't have were, one for you. What the heck? You are son's name Sam tag. has to make those. What the heck? I know. Sorry. What the heck? Your That's dad has failed up. you. Yeah. Hmm. You failed me. <laughs> You'll hear that a lot over your oh, lifetime. Oh, James V made a good point in the chat room. He says, the big <laughs> thing about D&D and video games is because D&D was very math-heavy and table-heavy, which made it really easy to translate to computers. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah. And most of the computer programmers that started all that stuff like grew up as D&D nerds. Yeah. yeah. Aklava 2 in the chat room said, Gen Con uses the event space in eight hotels besides the other convention center and stadium spaces. I didn't insane. realize it was eight hotels. I went in two and saw events happening because yeah. Open Gaming was in one of them. Uh-huh. Or well, they have an, Games on Demand. The, yeah. The Games on Demand was in one. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we, I went into another one and... And I saw that there was some gaming stuff happening yeah. going on. I didn't realize it was eight hotels. Wow. Holy shit. My luck is I would get a hotel on one end of the strip, and then all the games that I would want to play would be on the opposite end of the strip. At Airbnb. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we got an Airbnb yeah. that was like two miles from the convention center. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we would just Lyft or, mm-hmm. or Uber to yeah. the convention. It was... Yeah. It w- tr- those, those hotels... They know the convention's coming, so even mm-hmm. like a year and a half out, yeah, the rooms oh, are blocked yeah. out. Oh, I'm sure. They have yeah. like a lot. They do like a lottery or something to get those rooms. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they, all those hotels fill up. Yeah, that's how they do in San Diego for Comic Con now right. too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like I love just the Star Trek convention. I just stay in the hotel where they're doing the convention. I never have to go outside in the unbearable heat of Vegas. Right. <laughs> that's great. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Indiana's got. It's the Midwest, so oh, it's yeah. humid and yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in the middle yeah. of the summer. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Very, Very humid. Yeah. All right. Like Florida. Not quite as bad as Florida. I hated Florida. Yeah, Florida is awful. No one should disgusting. go there. <laughs> I don't know why people live there. They're like, it's beautiful here. I'm like, no, it's like you're walking through a swamp and it there, rains every. Are there day. people who like don't mind humidity? I think so. Yeah, because uh, it would well, have. Well, they to, grow up there. They they right. and they have to be okay with it. Yeah, I guess they're just used to it. Are yeah. beaches in Florida like like Miami? Is that is it like that? Is it humid there? Yeah. Is it like disgusting there? Maybe it's not as humid on the beaches. I would yeah. imagine yeah. near the water it would be less humid. I would guess. Yeah, but I don't know. I only ever went to Orlando. Yeah, I mean, and I, that's humid. Yeah, it's like a swamp. I was in Hollywood, Florida, which is part of, like, Fort Lauderdale, I guess, and, like, the, uh, 
um, and we were just right on on hotel in a hotel right on the beach. And every time I would go outside, it was still just insanely humid. So I'd walk outside, my shirt would be perfectly beach, dry, and then it's mm-hmm. like I just walked out of a pool. Yeah, in like yeah, ten absolutely. seconds. Yeah, and the little bugs. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah. these little like oh my god, mites yeah. or right? something. And they're, they're like all the hotels are filled with them. Yeah, and they can't get rid of them. Yeah. It's awful. I don't know why anyone would go to or live in Florida. Uh, someone in the chat, Oki Ron, is asking Disney if you World. went to the, the Star Trek convention. What's that? Are you, are you, did you go to the Star Trek convention this year? I did not Oki go World. this year. I haven't been in about four years because uh, of, of various uh, things that have been coming up. Um, so, uh, so I'm hoping to go back next year um, and, and finally be able to be back. But yeah, the Vegas Star Trek convention, I... I went for about um, uh, for about eight years over the course of eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I've been going most years since two thousand nine. Um, okay. But I've but I've missed like the last. I've missed all of them since two thousand eighteen. Was the last time? Uh, two thousand seventeen was the last one I got to go to. Um, but yeah, I basically I I uh, uh, I had a bunch of friends from the gay fleet in Star Trek Online, mm-hmm. and so. They were like, uh, you know, and at one point they were like, well, uh, like, let's all meet up at the Star Trek convention and go. And so uh, I was like, oh, my God, actually, like a week just hanging out with gay Trekkies is like, that, that's a thing I can do. Like, like, there's, this is where my people have been. Um, and, you know, and it's just it's great. Like we just I, I mean, we we drink like fish and we uh, and we geek out on Star Trek stuff, and then we talk about boys, and you know, uh, and like that's the whole week, and it's amazing. It's like it's a week long. It's uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's like four or five days, and and so, but we usually get there it goes a through a weekend. I assume. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it usually is like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and we usually all get there on like Tuesday and then, you know, Wednesday we just kind of fuck around, do whatever. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we do the con, uh, in between drinking and then, and then on, you know, but then we all stay over Sunday night, uh, because yeah, I, the first, the first time I went, I, oh, do you have a question? I do. Yes. Bye. Trekkies is the term for people who like Star Trek. Yes. correct. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said truckers, and I was really, <laughs> I was really shocked by the term "gay trucker." Yeah, uh, well, actually, that doesn't, I didn't. That's even more common, actually. And, uh, but there, there I'll are, tell you things yeah, when you're there. older. But yeah, um, <laughs> so I don't want to scar your mind right now. But yeah, um, <laughs> truck stops, not just for. No, they're not. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but yeah, but yeah. So the funny thing is, is like Trekkies had the word has this whole history of uh, like um, people start called themselves Trekkies early on, and then like sometime in the eighties, people started getting pissed off, and they because it was used as like an uh, insult. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, everybody's like, oh, Trekkies are such nerds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and so everybody's like, no, we're Trekkers. Um, and now we've reclaimed the word, so it's kind of like queer. It started off horrible, or, and then uh, you know, or it, it started off as like epi- just a normal word, the and then word? yeah, and yeah. then it became an epithet, and now we're like, no, that's ours, right? So, um, uh, especially with fruit. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know the orig- the first origin of fruit, but yeah, um, trees, but yeah. right? Yeah. 
<laughs> God damn it, Steve. What'd you say? Trees was the first origin of fruit. Right, right. <laughs> Beth, you came from that. I'm so sorry. What? Oh, yes. him. Yeah. Those are your genes that weren't right there. I'm, I'm so sorry. She doesn't have as corny as I'm seeing no, it's okay. It's okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go ahead and end the show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Season 29, Episode 8 of Happy Jack's Overview Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Adam. My name is Ali. And we'll see you next week at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time at Happy Jack's Overview Live. Until then, have fun. Yay. Bye. It's a hobby from Michigan to Australia and maybe East Timor. Be a trip so exalted. Girls, so dungeons and dragons. Hero can find a fatal savage land. don't want to make the preceding program has been a presentation of the angry folk media empire bum, 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 bum.